So when you see people or can actually, as you become a person of character, you're greater at identifying people of character and being able to being able to utilize them in your life as they choose to be utilized, not the way you choose to utilize them. Mm -hmm. Too many people are trying to turn a screwdriver into a hammer. Too many people are trying to change people. Yeah. Right. So, well, I mean, it's been said, you know, a lot of women have gotten with men thinking that marriage is going to change them, you know, or, or thinking that having the baby or having the baby is going to change them. You know, no. um, let me speak from a woman's perspective, because I think that you, the question that was asked was, would it would you get with somebody who's at the bottom? Right. I think for a woman, it depends on her season. I think as women, we do that because as when you're in your 20s and your 30s and even your maybe your early 40s, you are identifying potential in a man. And I think I put mm -hmm. a post up earlier that do not fall in love with someone's potential because just because you feel they have that potential, you still have to find out whether or not they believe they have it themselves. Mm -hmm. So as women, we'll get with the man and are like, I got married my, at, at 24, at well, 23. Right. And when I got married, I was hoping he would be what I thought he could be in my head. Mm -hmm. I hadn't right. taken the time to ask him what he wanted to be in his head. Yeah. So as I'm morphing and I say this to all women when I'm talking to them, when you're in your a woman will morph on a man seven times before he morphs on himself. We change at 20, 21, 25. 30, 35, 40, 45, we, we, we go, grow, we leapfrog. And then we're trying to pull this person that we saw potential in with us. So I think if you're in your forties and your fifties, no, you're not getting with the man who's starting over. You don't even have that capacity in at, at that point. In okay. Time. You have, okay. your children are grown. I'm not fucking started. I don't even want to start over with my own, with flesh and blood, right? They're grown. So if you're <laughs> in your twenties and thirties, you might be able to work with somebody who feels that they have that you feel has potential or they're growing or they're beginning because you are too. You meet right. people where you are. So if you're at a certain point where you're financially stable, you have a home, you have a life, you have money, you have a car, you're not going to date the guy who's trying to figure out how he can get his credit up to go buy a car. Uh oh. <laughs> yeah, it's not because yeah, yeah. you don't want you're better than him and you don't want to help him is mentally he hasn't figured that out yet and you're leap years away from that and we ask people you know so what do you do you mm -hmm. won't even attract yeah, I mean, that in your first in your first in, in your honeymoon conversation the first conversation so so it's our first date so what do you do exactly what is your what, what do you and and really instead of being transparent you should what you really want to say is so what the fuck is your FICA score? What is your blood type? Do you have any diseases? Have you had any STDs recently? Have you gotten bitches pregnant and walked away? Who the fuck are you? That's what you want to say. That's what you should say. You what what wait, should wait, say. one question. Is there somebody in your life right now that believes they're in a relationship with you? Just want to know. That's a great question to ask later. Those are, you, you know what? And I think people have that emotional fear to actually hear the truth. And so throughout life and the relationship of the, the life of the relationship, the lie is the truth because they don't want to ask those hard questions. So I'm sitting here like, why are you surprised when you know that someone has been cheating? You knew that when you got with them. You, you, knew, you, you knew the you job knew the was dangerous when you took it. Yeah. Exactly. And you were hoping, hoping. 
exactly. that they will adjust. Hey, I learned, I was in my first relationship for 17 years and I've been in this one for 12. And the biggest lesson that I learned is I didn't know, I, I don't feel like you really, the first year you're meeting someone's representative the whole fucking year. Yeah, I was just about to hit that. Go. <laughs> hey, say it again, say it again, say it again, say it again. The first year you're meeting someone's representative. Why you typically have distance? You typically go separate places to sleep. That person has a chance to recharge and read and fill their cup again and come to you. What happens is after a year, you can't fake it, but for so long. Mm -hmm. Okay. So when people are like, oh my God, I gave this guy five months of my life. Bitch, shut up. That ain't shit. Y'all are si five months. Let's, let's calculate how many days of those five months you really were together. So y'all spent two days a week. Okay. That's eight days a month. Eight times five, y'all spent 40 days. Bitch, y'all been together 30, 40 fucking days. A month in, in 10 months. <laughs> and what I love is, you guys, Prince Michael just put in there. You guys, you guys gotta hear this. I actually asked people, is there anyone that may think you are dating them that you aren't? Yeah. yeah. Shit, there's a list. I so mean... it's, I think that when you, when somebody's like, I've been dating this person for five days, I literally do the math. If you only spent two days a week with that person for a whole year, that's eight days a month times times 12 months. But here's That's the problem, Jay. Here's the problem. People don't listen. They want to hear it verbally or they... Uh, motherfuckers don't pay attention. No, 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 no. Let me help you out. People do listen, but what they do is they listen with the own agenda that they have in their They want to hear what the fuck they want to hear. Out. So when you're talking, it's kind of like... And CJ, it's kind of like what I just... And what I'm learning with this cancer shit, right? Yeah that this shit has gone all the way back to the 1900s. I don't want to go into a tangent on this, but I want to give the parallel and the metaphor so people get what you just said. So the metaphor is that the Rockefellers and the Carnegies killed everybody. They killed, everybody was a quack. Chiropractors were a quack. In fact, there was a doctor that actually was healing uh, George Washington, our first president, mm -hmm. when he was dying. And because he was telling doctors to wash their hands before they practice medicine, he was considered a quack. Anybody that did anything healthy. The point is the Rockefellers and the Carnegie, they had so much money that was being poured into the agenda that right now only insurance companies, pharmaceutical companies, and even the doctors are completely blinded because the scientists know the truth. The doctors are bamboozled to immediately impose all this, that the where the power and the money and the influence is, their outcome is going to be where wherever the power and the money is. Mm -hmm. So even in what you just said, a person is only going to hear their agenda. Back to what I'm saying, the mirror of the yep. two. Yeah. The agenda of the person that has their agenda, whether they have the influence or power, they want the power, they want the influence, but they bought into their own agenda. And yeah. in their agenda, their listening controls the power. And in the power, they're like, I'm only hearing what I want to hear. Mm -hmm. I have a filter for the rest of this shit, hoping yep. that it goes away. Which it does. And then, and then when you bring the conversation back, like, when did you say that? But you know what, though? After three <laughs> years, the truth is going to fuck you up, up anyway. Every day of the week. You can make a decision about Every whether day of the week. you can decide to, to that this is that you want to put up with this person's shit or not. Because when people are like, I'm in love and I'm getting married and it's been seven months. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I don't buy. Listen, don't do it to yourself. Because yeah. you don't even know you, because the person you're being for them isn't even fucking real. Is it? It's kind you of like it is, it's kind of like. Well, why not. did you stop? Like when chivalry is dead, like why did you stop opening my door for me? Correct. You know? Or why did you stop fixing my plate for me? Correct. Yeah. 
I'll so be honest. I, I, I actually, I actually, can you still love them? Mm -hmm. And that's one of the things that's like you pay attention to. I mean, I do. I pay attention to detail. Um, and detail for me is free no. Free no. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Um, <laughs> you know, it's like when you're treated right, and when you're when you're blessed enough to to have the right people in your space, you can't pour water on a rock. There's some mm. people who really want to love you, yeah, but they don't know how. Know how. And you put them in this position, it's like get making somebody the CEO who's never been a CEO before and they want to keep the job. The money is great. They love the title, but they don't know how to fuck it to do the job. Yeah. And they don't want to make up because they love them enough to give them that opportunity. But the bottom line is they can't do it. They, they applied for the job and thought they can learn the skills along the way. And then they fuck up royally and put the company in a bad situation, being the relationship. Yeah. yeah. So, you so. know, speaking of companies and speaking of money, <laughs> Gene, you had you 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 were mentioning something before the show about Trump and his taxes. Yes. Let's get into it. How about that? Let's get into that. So once again, this is one thing where I'm like, high five. I'm trying to figure out how I cannot pay my fucking taxes. I'm not mad at Trump for this. So People need to be clear on what we need to be mad at him about. Racism, yes. Putting kids in cages, yes. Uh, figuring out how to only pay seven hundred and something dollars in taxes, teach me. Call me after the call, baby. You know I got you. I know. I, I get it. No, I, you know what I mean. What I'm saying is, right. I'm mad at him. Right. I don't feel like that's the biggest thing we should be prosecuting him on. Right. They are in the article. They're they're, they're upset that he paid seventy thousand dollars in haircuts. I know celebrities will pay more than that for a wedding. <laughs> or get their hair done in a wedding. Is this really that important that he paid seventy grand for haircuts and hairstyles for TV, NBC's Apprentice, and he 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 was able to evade taxes? Listen, Trump, I don't like you on Orange Face, but I'm with you on this one. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I don't know why this this even matters. The tax part, I get it. It doesn't matter any more than Obama's birth certificate. It's really some stupid shit that's distracting us from what the real problems are. And I'm just yeah. like, really, y'all? We attacking this old Klansman over this? Can uh -huh. we attack him <laughs> over being a Klansman? Let's attack the right shit, man, for real. Because <laughs> rich people don't pay taxes. Period. Well, so when we attack the right shit, what about your stance on Cardi B right now? Well, let's talk about it. <laughs> Did y'all hear the song? Are y'all listen to the song? We've been talking about that. Oh, but I just listened to every word in the song. Oh, yeah. Amazing, make right? Pop, make it drop. That's some yeah. wet ass. Ah, that, Touch that's that little shit. thing. Hit them back yeah, of my hit throat. Back my throat. Right. Ah, that's a, anyway. This is shit. So this was awesome, right? Because <laughs> Hennessy was in the Hamptons uh -huh. and parked her car, I guess, in front of a, a so Trump. Folks who don't know, Hennessy is Cardi's sister. Yeah. Okay, I'm breaking down. Hennessy is Cardi B's sister. Okay. And she went to the Hamptons with her girlfriend and they were relaxing on the beach. And apparently, Hennessy parked her car in front of a Trump supporter's car and they asked her to move her car. Well, Hennessy claimed that. They were MAGA supporters and they were mistreating them because they were, you know, they're, they're not, they're not black. I mean, they're not white or whatever. I don't know. But she videotaped it. 
Well, when she videotaped what happened, she sent it to her sister Cardi and Cardi posted it on her Instagram for 14 million viewers to see. So now these people that said that Hennessy was has def they're suing Hennessy for defamation of character. They're suing Cardi for defamation of character because she her sister on okay. her Instagram. But guess what they're suing her for? $20 million. Now, let me tell y'all something, viewers. If these two get this $20 million and Breonna Taylor only got $12 million for dying, her family got $12 million for dying, and these people are suing Cardi because they posted their names in the video on her Instagram for $20 million. They get it? We got a bigger problem than I ever thought. Play the video, Wendy. We already got I'm going to a restroom on this. I know that's too much information for the audience, but just so y'all know, I'll be right back. Play the video. It was a serious <laughs> allegation from Cardi B claiming that her sister was harassed at the beach by, in her words, racist MAGA supporters. Now the people she called out are hitting back with a lawsuit claiming the rapper defamed them. Super hot singer Cardi B finds herself in hot water over a video she posted showing a nasty confrontation between her sister and three strangers on a beach. A lawsuit alleges the star defamed the trio when she posted the video to her 14 million followers. My reputation is destroyed by what they yeah. did, by putting everything out there in social media with millions of views. It started when Peter Caliendo, his wife Pauline, and their friend Manuel Alarcon were enjoying Labor Day weekend on a beach in Long Island. They say Cardi's sister, Hennessy, and her girlfriend, model Michelle Diaz, pulled up and parked right where they were sitting, blocking their cars. Move your vehicle out. We were trying to tell her, you, you, you got to move. You can't stay here. You, you're blocking a vehicle. You got to go. Next thing we knew it was like a tornado came in don't ever come to a female pressing her while i'm not here come near you i said get your camera away from his face we were in shock it happened right. so fast alarcon wore a make america great again cap and he says that seemed to fuel the fire she came running over and the first thing she was yelling besides obscenities was look at all this trump stuff look at all this trump stuff i can't explain how having my picture go around the world with a MAGA hat on saying that I'm racist when I'm like half Latino. You said I'm gonna get my, my people and come after you. They also claimed the video Cardi posted was edited to make them look bad. The friends had no idea they were arguing with Cardi B's sister until the rap star tweeted the video. My sister can't go to the beach in the Hamptons without Trump supporters harassing because they were by themselves. And Santa Claus was harassing my sister's girlfriend all because they are an Afro-Hispanic gay couple. I'm not gonna take this sitting down. That lawsuit is asking for $20 million. Our request to Cardi B for comment were not returned. Santa Claus? Ah! Cardi B bet not pay one, one dime. dime. And she bet not settle. There is no, this case thrown needs to be thrown out. out. Because it's just like a reality star that says, they put me in a bad light. Well, that's the footage that they had. You can't you can't drum up fake people on a on a, a from recording. I, I I mean what I else? I saw another video. They were like, we're in fear. We're in fear of our lives and what these people can do to us. And Cardi better not pay a dime because just like they said, we didn't know she was Cardi B's sister. Right. So if you did know, would you have treated her better? You should be treating people better anyway. anyway. You should be treating oh, people respectfully Latino. anyway. <laughs> yeah yeah. I, I can't be racist. I'm half Latino. 
Shut up. I can go on and on about that one, but I'm not. I'm just like, uh. I, it cracked me up. First, I was like, is this for real? First of all, the way he said, I told her, you, you can't park here. Get, you got to move your car. Get it out of here. I didn't say that very nice, love. I'm sure you probably said it worse than what it sounded when you said it on this video, which to me was disrespectful. Who the fuck you telling to move their car? Who are you? My thing is, move your you got on, wait, 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 you got on the beach, which means your car was parked. You, 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 you couldn't get out and just walk on the water. You parked on the beach. But I, you I guarantee her, you, you her park where she was. He, that's exactly what it is. And I guarantee you, he didn't say, excuse me, ma'am, you're blocking our car in. We're ready to leave. Do you mind moving your car? I doubt if any of that had happened would have happened had he said it respectfully. I'm sure he said, move your shit. You can't, you can't park here. Move your car. I'm sure he probably said it, which is kind of yeah. how he said it on the video. Yeah. So you got to be careful how you talk to people because if you get to talk shit to me, which I, I, I find that so odd that a lot of people like him feel that they can say things the way they say them yeah. and when they get it back, it's, oh, I fear for my life. Uh, you remember when I had that tramp to uh, say some yes. shit to me about my dog and then go stick her dog on me. I'm like, bitch, bye. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have time for this bullshit. Like, I told her, you're having this conversation by yourself because I am out of it. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I don't argue. First of all, I'm not going to argue with a woman, I'm especially with a clinically insane woman. I'm just having to argue with you. You look, you look stupid because you're talking about yourself. But I just this, probably would have said, if I don't move, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Like, what are what are Call you going to do? Call the police. And see, that's Please. my thing. If this was such an issue or a big thing going on and you felt your life threatened, why was the police report not made? Why did you actually go to the process of suing? Hmm. 20 million dollars 20 million like get the fuck out of here 20 your defamation of character 20 million? is worth Come on 20 now. million but you're probably one of those people who feel that brianna taylor should have died your character was defamed when you put that hat on motherfucker like, <laughs> you need to sue trump stop. you need to sue trump i'm half latin i can't be racist that's just like saying i ain't no race i got black friends next no they not gold diggers they motherfuckers <laughs> and she better not settle she better not settle she better not oh she better speaking of settling gabrielle union um reached a settlement with america's got talent so what happened with that because that, that so, and then it went away okay so it, yeah and she was so like definitely oh they did me wrong they did this did this to me. I'm going to read a couple of things uh, for you. When, um, where, okay. I remember that. All right. So NBC reached a settlement with former America's Got Talent judge Gabrielle Union following her explosive accusations of rampant workplace toxicity on the talent competition series. Um, it was reported uh, by Variety back in the day that she was ousted as a judge on the Simon Cowell produced show after complaining of racism, health violations in the form of Cowell's onset smoking, and labeling her as, a diffi uh, as difficult in advocating for a functioning and dignified work environment. Um, in an internal investigation, there was never formally, that was never formally completed, excuse me, 
Distributor NBC and producer Fremantle Media found no evidence of systematic racism. Um, I mean, they didn't find anything. They found nothing. And uh, what was the she, settlement for then? Uh, it, she's not disclosing. I'm sure there was an NDA sign. NDA, yeah. Um, but she said, you know, does does she cave in her? Matter of fact, she quoted. She says, "Do I cave? Um, because I don't feel like myself. I'm shape shifting to make myself more palatable." I'm contorting myself into something I don't recognize. I had to look at myself and say, do you want to keep it easy or do you want to be you and stand up? Because I'm not the only one being poisoned at work, she said, end quote. If it was that big, why settle? Well, I, I can speak from that from a professional okay. standpoint. Go ahead. Um, because if you make too big of a deal out of something, it can cost you your future. Okay. Sometimes settling allows you to move forward without damaging yourself completely professionally because you can create a fear, even though you may be fighting for the right thing, even though yeah. it's the right thing to do, and you know you're you're representing a lot of people. You can scare others based on their perception of what you did and why you did it, or uh -huh. their relationships with the people you did it to. Yeah. To move forward with you professionally. Okay. And okay. Unfortunately. You gotta think that you have to think along that, those lines, right? Yeah. That's the purpose of money in settlements because it's okay. I have to pacify you this way, but you're gonna do it something. One of these ways, either mm -hmm. we're taking a company down, or you're gonna pay me to go away to start over. Because what happens is, if you have to break away and start over, that can be just as hard. It can be yeah. harder sometimes yeah. to pull yourself back up, and you walked away with nothing. You, you're in the deficit, so at least get to walk away with something. So you can move forward. So I get how she feels because you should feel like you should be able to ride that fight all the way to the end and be treated properly. Mm -hmm. But our society doesn't work that way. Our justice system doesn't work that way. If it did, we wouldn't be having half the problems that we have. So sometimes money is the path of least resistance and the NDA is designed to protect both of you. Well, you know, she said amongst the experiences that uh, she witnessed on set, was from a racist joke by uh, one of the guest judges, Jay Leno. Um, and there was a representation of blackface from a contestant that went unchecked by the producers. Um, she also said, if I can't speak out with the privilege that I have and the benefits that my husband and I have, what is the point of making it? Asked Union, who is married to NBA, of course, you know, uh, Dwayne Wade. Mm -hmm. um, she said, what is the I point of me that. having a seat at the table and protecting my privilege um, if you're not gonna do shit about it? You know, so I, I get your point and I, and I get it. I, I just think that it, it reminds me of when those white um, farmers, those white cow, uh, cattle farmers back in 95 were trying to sue Oprah for defamation of character when she insisted that. that their meat was tainted because of mad cow disease. And she was saying that that's actually not what I was saying and um, they took her to court. They tried to sue her. She was gonna, um, you know, go ahead and do a settlement. And she says, wait a minute. I know that I'm not wrong for what I spoke about. I'm gonna fight this. She mm -hmm. took the show to Texas and was in Texas for about six weeks while the trial was going on and she won. But she's also Oprah. But she, she wasn't the big thing yet. She wasn't, she, she, she was all, she was, uh -uh, I remember that she was oh, already okay. Oprah. But those white, though, is, but those white cattlemen had enough money to go and fight up with Oprah. 
and, and, that's, I'm, not, and I'm, that's not the question though the uh -huh. question is i said why settle because oprah has enough power to to fight the fight that mm -hmm. way oprah and gabrielle's power is light years apart even at that time okay Gabrielle has enough money to not be hurting from a financial standpoint yeah. but if gabrielle wants to continue to work in her industry because she don't own she doesn't have her own network where she True. can produce her own shows okay. she doesn't have her own magazine she doesn't have the influence of a lot of the people that she has yeah. believe what she believes yeah she's fighting the powers that can kill her career all the way through so you have to decide where you are on the chess on the chessboard. Yeah. Oprah's not a pawn. Just because you have millions don't mean you're not a pawn. Yeah. She does not have the power. Just like uh it's, it's kind of like Monique. Monique has money. She had money. She took on that fight, but she couldn't win it to that degree because she wasn't more powerful than Oprah. Yeah. And the rest of them. Oprah's power is different. Understood. Understood. Yeah. And it would have stopped. I, I, I firmly believe that she would have fought and been as vocal as Monique or the rest of these people were against Simon Cowell and that network. Her career would have been over. Yeah. Look, just like who did you just say? Over. No, Monique. Uh, Gabrielle. Gabrielle. Monique. We're talking about Gabrielle Union. No, but I'm saying Monique. No, but I'm saying her her career would have been over like who? Monique's. Thank you. Yeah. Over. Because Monique, Thank she's hot and she's doing well, but she will never yeah. go pick up where she left off and get to where she could have been had she not fought the fight the way that she did. Yeah. So you got to. It's commendable. It's commendable. Yeah. It's commendable. But now you, now you no longer have a platform to fight in the future. No platform. You got to yeah. fight in bites. If you get a seat, this is kind of like Jay Z getting a seat at the table. The NFL. If you get a seat at the table. You don't fight the whole war that day you got to the table. <laughs> it does not matter that you hit a three-way point, a three-pointer from the hallway going into the locker room outside of the line. Yeah. You gotta fight within your capacity until there's more people on your side to help you fight. 